Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now this age of radio podcast is brought to you by the bazaar the Bazaar is the Age of Radio affiliate store, and right now, The Bazaar has a special offer on The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus is a subscription video on-demand service with thousands of in-depth videos taught by the world's greatest professors. You'll always find something fascinating to learn about. With categories ranging from history to travel and everything in between, there's something for everyone. If you go to ageofradio.org forward slash darkwindows, there's an offer to get The Great Courses Plus free for 14 days. Stay ahead in life. Start your access today with 11,000 plus video and audio lectures on a range of topics. I'm Kevin H. I'm Kevin C. And I'm a Seth. And this is the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Podcast. Podcast. So just a disclaimer, we are going to talk about some things that people might not be super comfortable with. We're going to use some language, a language that people are not going to be super comfortable with. That's adult language. So, Expletives. So sit back. Relax. And enjoy the show. Or not. That's cool, too. We want to start out by saying a special thank you to our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Studio offers some of the best quality sound and best-built headphones on the market without the outrageous prices that other brands offer. They offer a variety of different styles, including over-the-ear, wired earbuds, and completely wireless Bluetooth buds. The two newest models are the Klar, which are over-the-ear noise-canceling headphones that offer 30 hours of playtime. Hold on. 30 hours continuous playtime without being recharged. And the Tolve, which are totally wireless Bluetooth earbuds, that offer seven hours of playtime in a case that holds four additional charges for the buds. So check out studio.com where you will find some of the best quality headphones and earbuds on the market. And if you enter Dark Windows 15 at checkout, they will take 15% off your entire order. What's up, everyone? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? How do we do, interneters? <laughs> wow, that was really fucking dark, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily, we're in the dark window room. Yeah. 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 Um, Studio. <laughs> it is dark out. It, it is, is dark out. We almost couldn't record because it was going to rain. Yeah. So we can't do that because we're all sweet. And you know what? I've got an idea. I'm going to throw this out here while I got you guys right yeah? here. It's dumb. We, I hate it. No. Shelby and I finally got our patio furniture set up out back. Okay. We have a power outlet out there. I am not going out there because of mosquitoes. No. Can we get a bug zapper? Is, well, I've got like 140% DEET, like bug spray. So you want me to get cancer <clears throat> more than I already have? Skin cancer is better than mosquitoes, right? Yeah, one day all the freckles will connect. Yeah. 
you will become the mel- <laughs> the melanoma. <laughs> but we need to do like sometime this summer. I think we all get out there, just get some beers, and we just tell fucking ghost stories. 20, out in the dark. I think it'd be 12 great. hours of just rambling and see which one of us old fucks shuts down first. <laughs> I got my money on me. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty close to falling asleep right now and it's only fucking nine o'clock. <laughs> you bitch. But speaking of bitches, you got some stuff to talk about, Seth. I do. <laughs> oh but I got a sweet little poem. I, I was let me rephrase that. I wasn't calling you a bitch. I know. You know. It's okay. So, okay, cool. I got a sweet little poem. Oh. Roses are red, violets are blue. When you think your hobby game is dead, GameEvy.net is for you. Oh! oh. Holy shit. Give me the round, round of applause. Anyway, like I said, if you... Dude, you that, was, that, was shapes, that was Shakespeare-esque. That dude, was I beautiful. felt it in the heart, and I had some flutters, but I got it out there. Beautiful. Right? Please tell me the rest <sighs> of that play is coming to Broadway's. Uh, No. Yeah, we can't get the wire work to work. Yeah, dude, Spider-Man. Blame them, motherfuckers. Anyway. Rest in peace. (sighs) Yep. So, if you head on over to GameEnvy.net, home of the Hobby Holder, or the Brush Batchin, the Paint Puck, or any of the other fun variety of hobby tools, you can find anything you need there. They're your one-stop shop for all your hobby tool needs. Then you find what you like, you put it in the checkout cart, you put in the promo code BROADSTONE, and then you'll save yourself 10% off the entire order. Yeah. All right, so what are we talking about? Hold on. No, no, no. Gentlemen. Wait. What are we talking about? We are talking about Death Gods. With the Death Gods. One, Got a two, crap, a three. sweet cold beer. Yes. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> Look at your fucking heady bullshit. Still fine. So tonight we will be drinking Sam Adams Limited Release Summer Ale for anyone drinking along with us. And for that, you we need your, to start a fucking beer club. You get yourself a clink. Woo. Clinkies. Clinks. For our boy, Justin Rommel. Okay. Oh, hold on. Look, pass one to Kevin for me. No, 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 no. I was going to just exchange a clink to you, to him. Okay. Perfect. There we go. Perfect. Mm. Anyway. That, that was a bottle. That would have been a disaster, by Dude, the way. Dude, we would all would have died. So I think we got, uh, each of us got three yeah, well, of these. you and I have three. Yeah, yeah dude, I ain't doing do shit, man. I'm drinking fuck beer. It. Could you imagine nine death gods? Jesus, fuck, we would take forever doing this. I have a death god I could talk about, but I'm not going to. Your, your fucking nerd hammer shit. Hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Techni- stop. Technically. Stop. stop. Wait a minute. Some of the ones I did find are technically are part of gaming systems. Yes, because uh, Nurgle is one of them. We're not covering him because I but I do still like the that Lord pain. of Decay. Yeah. Dude, I, I still like that I can pain. tell you some oh. fun stories about Nurgle. He's not mine. Mine is corn because blood for the blood god, skulls Skull for, for the, the skull, skull thrones. Whoosh. I know that much of it, motherfuckers. Anyway. <laughs> so, let's, let's talk uh, about your your death gods and maybe one day you know, I'll talk to some other people who are in the 40K world and we'll talk about mine. Yeah. Continue. So, you want to lead us off? Sure. Yeah, Do it let's up, hear what you got, buddy. All right. So, my first death god hails from south of the border in a far, far away land of Mexico. No, not my pubes. Mexico. <laughs> it's like a mushroom in a cornfield. Two weeks in a row, you almost got me. Totally stole that from Letterkenny, by the way, too. Fuck that show. Anyway, oh, continue. It's a great show. So anyway, he is the Lord of the Land of the Dead, or just simply Death God. 
He is the a- Aztec Death. Oh shit! He is the, also the ruler of the tenth day. I'm gonna fuck this word up, but I'm gonna try it. It's it's Kukli. Dude, I sent you the pronunciation. No. Oh, it's a different one. Yeah. So oh shit! Up. Sorry. This is where YouTube comes in a full effect, or that Google Translate. He is also the ruler of the tenth day. It's Kukli, which is dog. The fifth lord of the night and the sixth or eleventh day of God of Lord of Day. Don't really know which one. You know, they don't know. Wait, wait. He is Is he all of those things? Or just yes. one of them? Dude, this motherfucker's busy. Man, he's got his hand in multiple cookie jars. He he must he has Churro to jars. I can't. Open the churros. Ah! Oh, I love churros. He's yeah, got ha- he must have a personal assistant to keep his shit straight. So I was trying to fucking introduce this guy like, you know, he was like fighting in the UFC <laughs> or some shit like that. But it didn't really work out so well. So fighting from the Mexican underworld. <laughs> this guy with the unpronounceable name. Or we could do the fake. Coming to the ring. <laughs> anyway, we'll continue. From well, Mexican anyway. hell. This gentleman, Mexican hell. <laughs> this gentleman goes by the name of Miklan Kutkli. What he said. But for this episode, I'll just refer to him as Mick. <laughs> Mick was... <laughs> Mick is such a dangerous death god. I know. So all of a sudden he's fucking Irish. That's great. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Yeah, Listen, whatever. On his mother's side, okay? <laughs> Mick was... An important god in the Aztec society because everyone eventually would die and their souls would would meet him. Well, not everyone. Because if you suffered a violent death, a woman who died during childbirth, or a person killed by storms or floods actually avoided the underworld and um, portion of it. So you didn't actually go in that part of the afterlife. You went to a different area. Because it, it was a... Um, unexpected death. Oh, so when it's unplanned or wasn't self-inflicted, yeah. Yeah. It was, okay, yeah, act of God, guess what? We'll push you over to this pile. You don't go to Valhalla, you yeah, go to that you, other one. Well, no. You go to Mahala. Well, these are more like, you know, they're a little bit more un- unexplained. You know, they're not, uh, not deaths that are... Act of God, which yeah, they're, like, mean, not, it's nature yeah. or fucking a random occurrence. Yeah. Uh, the Aztecs did not believe in a special paradise reserved only for the righteous, but rather all the people share the same destiny after death, regardless of the kind of uh, life they led. I wonder if that was regardless of like your station in life, too. Yeah, didn't matter. Well, that's, that's pretty didn't cool, matter. though. We're all um, equal in death, apparently. Souls would descend the nine layers of underworld in a androgynous uh, four-year journey until eventually reaching the extinction in the deepest part, which is Miklon, uh, which is where, you know, Mick. Mick's house. Reigned with his wife, whose name is Miklon Kiklut. I probably pronounced that incorrectly. I do apologize. Close enough. Um, so she was, that's his wife. Now, this kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? The whole nine layers. Yeah, it's hell. Nine levels of hell, and each one have... Like their own individual ruling body. Yeah. A certain, you know, guy wrote a book. You know, Dante Allegory? Dante it was pretty funny, Dante. too, actually. Yeah. Divine Comedy? You yep. fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, I got a book on that. Anyway, continue. They made, they made a pretty decent video game out of it, too. Yeah, too bad they'll never make another. Hmm. No. Because it was, it was Christian God of War. Oh, so much better. <laughs> Mick was, uh, was worshipped in the month of... Titolo, where at the Temple of Telaxico, 
an impersonator of the god was sacrificed and incense was burned in his honor. Mick is associated with the spider, owl, and bat. That's pretty fucking baller, dude. Weird. Yeah. Because. So, I could see the spider and I could see the bat, but the owl. Is he like generally they're like a wisdom knight? or all no? Uh, actually, knight. Yeah, yeah that's because uh, two of guess. those two of the three creatures, even some spiders, are you know predatory at night. So that would make sense. Mm. And that's that's not the last time we're going to hear someone being associated with a bat this episode either. I'm pretty confident. We're not talking about vampires, are we? Not necessarily, but we're going to like kind of walk past the pool of vampire stuff. Jesus we're just going to look quit. at it. We're I quit. Just, we're, anyway. we're just walking past it and seeing that we don't have a reflection in it because it's a vampire. Film. Well, before Fuck we that. get there, let's yeah, yeah, I want to continue hearing yours because it's not vampire. No, so I, 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 what I was getting at is it's 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 shut weird up. how different cultures have very similar descriptions of these things. That's well, what I was trying to get at. There is well, there is a line. So here's a, a creation story I found for uh, uh for Mick. Um, in the Aztec creation myth, Mick attempted to delay the god Quetzalcoatl on his journey to Mictlan. And Quetzalcoatl was searching for the bones of cre- of creatures from previ- the previous world. Dude, Q is of, a heavy hitter, man. He yeah, should be on yeah. an episode of his own I, if uh, you didn't cover yeah. him. So that he, man, is, that fucking thing is a beast in more ways than one. Movie fucking sucks, though. Just saying. <laughs> Continue. So he was on uh, trying to find the bones from the previous world of the fourth son in order to make uh, mankind. Now, some people might be like, because well, it's kind of a little bit alienish right there. And I was gonna say that's why you know how to say those two specific ones because I'm like somebody watches Ancient Aliens. No, I know how to pronounce <laughs> Quetzalcoatl. Anyway, just, yeah, well, I'm just fucking. So with among the tricks and difficult, uh, among the tricks and difficult tasks, Mick set out set was to assist insist that Quetzalcoatl would only take the bones away f- with him if he went around the underworld four times. Bowling, uh, blowing on a conch shell trumpet. This task was not quite s- as simple as it seemed, as the god of the underworld only gave Quetzalcoatl a ordinary conch shell, and so it would not sound. What a dick move. I know, right? <laughs> what an asshole. Uh, have you ever tried blowing in a conch shell? Uh, no. Every time. Uh, How the fuck do those guys do this? You, you, yeah, you got to bring your cigar clipper with it and clip the end of it right? up before you blow into it. Get yourself lightheaded. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen a conch shell. I've never actually tried to blow. I tried it, it once when I was in Bermuda and I almost got myself lightheaded and passed down. I was like, "Fuck this!" And one dude's like, Fuck. "So, Quetzalcoatl, being the you know fantastic god that he is, he got around the problem by having worms drill holes in the shell and placing bees inside it so that their buzzing would sound like a trumpet." Not to be outdone by this, Mick let Quetzalcoatl think that he would have uh, had got the better of things and allowed him to take the bones. Now, Mick then, then far from giving up, arranged for his assistant, the Mikteka, to dig a large pit so that Quetzalcoatl would stumble into it when he his tried to leave Mictlan. <laughs> so he basically was trying to trap his ass. How? Two demons trying to fuck each other over, man. No, because they want what, the bones. What I don't, what I understand of Quetzalcoatl is it is a flying, feathered serpent thing. Mm. Yeah, kind of like the uh, the Mortal Kombat dragon in how a the, sense. How the fuck or... is he gonna fall in a hole? 
Well, listen, his wings got clipped when he went to the underworld. Yeah, you didn't fly. hear that? His, he his altimeter's fucked. Yeah. No, he's no longer a flying dragoon thing. He's oh, more like it. the dragon yeah. from Mortal Kombat or that guy from Dragon Ball Z that just hovers. Somebody's going to tell us his name because I can't remember it. I'll look it up while you guys are doing your shit because that <laughs> so, way makes me feel good. Uh, sure, sure enough, when passing the pit and unluckily start, uh, startled by a passing quail, Quetzalcoatl fell into the trap and the bones became broken and shattered. Fucking However, birds. I know. However, Quetzalcoatl roused himself and gathering up the bones, managed to extract himself from the pit. Shenron. And, and he gave... Uh, get away unscathed from the clutches of Mick. Once safely delivered to the goddess. Oh, jeez. Chikotalo. Sounds sure. about Sounds right. Good. The we'll bones were mixed with Quetzalcoatl's blood. Judge, and from judge. They take it. They loved it. Judge. Yep. Don't listen to the Russian judge. He's an asshole. No, the Russian judge. Fuck it. I take it. It, it sounds good in Mother Russia. <laughs> So they they mixed the the bones with the blood of from Quetzalcoatl uh, mixture sprang from the first from that the first men and women. So basically, this is how how man was created. How men and women were created in different sizes, I guess. So wait, I was technically created by Quetzalcoatl. Dragon well, blood. I, Fuck. Yeah. Yes, I am Dragonborn. Foos. Roda. Ro. Ta da! <laughs> or are you like D and D Dragonborn? So that was Mick. That was Mick and his <laughs> fun little experiences. We're yeah. all Mick babies. He was the Aztec Lord of the Undead. Or cool. Lord of the Dead. Dude, fucking awesome, though. So, I didn't know that. Which kind of goes along that. with our theme of Death Gods. Yeah, I know. All uh, right. <laughs> Good job, buddy. It's great. So, so now you're guy. So for my first one, we need to kind of like, we're going to have to hop on a flight. Okay. Planes probably made of like fucking bat wings and leather and shit. Oh, God. It's a vampire. No, we are going back in time to the ancient Slavic cultures. We are going to talk about Chernabog. Chernabog? Yeah. There's, and just like any other Slavic word, there's like a thousand different ways to pronounce it. And because it starts with a T, you can also spell it with a T-Z-C at the beginning. It's... Or a C-H, right, too? It. That's the way I went was, was with the C-H, but you can always do like the T-Z, the... To Chernabog? Yeah. To Chernabog? It's, it's like Chernabog. Zar. It's like Zar, where yeah. it sounds like it would start with a C, but it's like T-Z-A. Yeah. Sounds fucking there's, cool. There's a million ways to spell it. Mm. Anywho. But Chernabog was the ancient Slavic god of evil and death. Oh, fuck. Metal. His, his, tra- his name translates directly as the Black God. Whoa. Right. Nice. So, the thing we have to kind of... We kind of have to talk about two of them here because the ancient Slavic uh, religions were Adidas. They were no, they were they were <laughs> heavy Slavic breathing. Adidas and Converse. What? Worst part is no, I dude. have a buddy who is Slavic that loves his Adidas jumpsuits. Yeah, they have to have the jumpsuits and the like the white and shell also, toes and and also the giant gold chain. I'm like, what the fuck uh, are you fucking coming out of a '90s yeah. hip hop group? And he's going to kick my ass one day for saying that. Dude, that Adidas AK-47 picture I sent you was pretty fucking rad, though. Don't lie. Yeah, I sent that to my buddy. He goes, don't worry. I have Uzi. <laughs> it's Literally, gold. it's in Slavic. It's, it's gold-plated. It's a sexy. No, it's actually legitimately like Adidas colored uh, like with a black and white <laughs> racing stripes on it. It is going to make sexy time all over you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to perforate your body. Mm. So, um, weird. we, ha- we kind of have to talk about another god with this one. Because the again the Slavic cultures were, they were very dualistic with their religions. So, mm-hmm. for all the good, you have to have a counterpart of evil. Yin and yang. 
Yeah, dude. Basically, Well, yeah. that's like with a lot of religions. There's always an ultimate good and ultimate evil because right. there's never going to be peace and harmony. So you do something bad. It was the the black god. If it was something good, it was the white god. Well, we're going to talk about... Kind of racist. Well, it's, it's the night and day thing. Yeah, it is. So the other one we have to talk about just very sp- like quickly just to get it out there yeah. is Bellabog, which Bellabog. is the white god. So it would be the direct counterpart to Chernabog. So Bellabog would have been the god of day. Boring. Like spring, summer, like your harvest Ugh. seasons. Uh, Chernabog would have been the god of evil and night and like your fall so and winter he played where a, everything dies. He played a black green deck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. All right, and Chernabog played a white white deck. Yeah. White blue deck, white, maybe. Black. No. Never do go black with the Bellabog. Hey, once you go white and black, you never go back. Dude. <laughs> it's a rough <laughs> Instant build. fucking health build the whole time. That's why I had and three bring of them, back buddy. zombies. Okay. That's Magic the Gathering, folks. I'm pretty sure they would have figured that out. <laughs> I don't know. You, get, you nerds play Pokemon. You poke you in the mon hole. I played po- po- Pokemon when I was in like fifth grade, dude. I played Yu-Gi-Oh! because of the show, and I did the whole card thing. So, the Slavic Ooh, countries... <laughs> the Slavic countries where this where Chernabog would have existed as a deity would have been uh, Belarus, Bosnia, Bulgaria, Croatia, the Czech Republic... Macedonia, Montenegro, Poland, Russia, Serbia, Slovakia, Slovenia, the Ukraine. Really? That whole, like, that whole, fucking the Balkans. block. Yeah, dude. The, the Balkans. I'm always amazed when Poland's a part of that. I'm not going to lie. Because I always think of, like, the first part of the countries. And when you say Poland, it's like, what? Nope. Makes sense. Never yeah. Mind. Because you've they were part you of kind of forget they're, they're part between of that Germany and, like. They're a whole uh, Slavic region. Yeah, yeah they're, they're part of that belt. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like, you kind of forget, like, on a map, they're between Germany and Russia. Kind yeah, of, and you're like, for me, Poland's always been its own thing of, like, it's just hovering above the world, just chilling out and, like, just producing the strongest fucking humans ever. Yeah, and they got, they got no ice cubes because the lady with the recipe died. Hey, man, we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> you like their weird candy bars with the wrappers Dude. on the inside. Yes, I do. And then I almost got you killed. Yeah, you almost got me killed by a fucking, like, six foot eight, 400-pound Polish dude in Pittsburgh. That would have been great. Yeah, it would. It would just a speedy and I show. Anyway, continue. So, this was, a, again, a huge chunk of land. And by today's standards, it would have been a population of people that speak Slavic would have been somewhere in the area of 315 million people. Holy shit. That's a lot of people. That's a fair amount. A, uh, a Saxon missionary wrote about Chernabog in the book called Chronica Savorium. Uh, Slavic Chronicles, essentially. Okay. Uh, We wrote about that in 1168. He said, quote, Among Slavic people, there is one weird belief that is kept in their drinking feasts and fests. They are at same time blessed and cursed under the names of their gods, respectively, in in the name of good one and evil one. Saying that good things come from the good god and evil things come from the evil one. In their language, they call the evil god Chernabog or black god. So Chernabog causes chaos and death wherever he spreads his giant fucking wings. He possesses no good at all with him. So he it's has, like corn. He has no redeeming value other than... That's like corn. Corn only wants death, blood, and mayhem. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking blood. There's probably a connection between these Let it rain blood. Two. Well, yeah, because, you know, Games Workshop did lift a lot of their lore from real... Shit. Everybody does, though. Yeah, dude. It's all one fucking big story. We're all the same religion. No one wants to admit it. Fuck off. And he he is very strongly considered to be the proto-Slavic, pre-Christian version of Satan. Baffin all, all of the... No, no, not even... It's like straight up Satan. Like Really? All of the descriptions are 
huge either black or red skin, wings, mm. and giant horns. Mm. So he is mm. straight up Slavic Satan. Okay. Which, by the way, they're playing at Higher Ground this weekend. You want to go? Yes. We've got to go watch Slavic Satan. Okay. It's going to be great. You coming? <laughs> you coming? Oh, yeah. Don't wear any colors other than black. You wear anything other than black, you get punched. I can. And if you maybe want to do an Adidas jumpsuit, go for it. I know. Track suit. Well, we better get some white medical tape on your black shit. Okay. Yeah. Gold chains. So I, I couldn't, like I kind of, I, like I told you guys before we started recording, I couldn't really find a lot about him mm. because there's not a lot of. Um, it's not, all spoken word. Yeah, there's not a lot of written records from this time that still exist because it was so long ago. Yeah. And then you have to remember all the shit that this region of the world has been through in the, even the last hundred years or and so. It's a giant telephone game of like exactly. one thing you get, say, A, and then all of a sudden turns to B, and then all by the end of it, it's Z, and then it goes back to A, and it's like, wait, it's, that doesn't make sense. It's like, uh, uh, I can't think of the, 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 what's the, God damn it. Continue the story, the 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 Norse story there. Yeah, dude, it's um, uh, the Saxons, not the Saxon tales, but yeah, no, I know what uh, you're talking about though. I don't know. Anyway, the, the, basically, what Thirteenth uh, Warrior was kind of based off. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Man Eater. Uh, that was the John or the Crichton book. No, no, no. I'm saying what the whole what that book was based yeah. off. Of, which oh, was, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The uh, like the uh, Edda and stuff like yeah. that. Of, of the things I couldn't find about Chernabog, I did find something really interesting. During their days of their, like, festivals and their feasts that they would have, in an effort to keep the villagers safe from Chernabog, the priests would pass around a large bowl or a pot. Of semen? Not quite. <laughs> Shit. No. It was Damn. empty. <laughs> until it got back to him. Because, oh. because from the time that he passed it out to the time he got it back, all of the villagers would swear and curse into this this thing like a uh-huh. like, it's again, a giant like, swear jar it, it was a swear bucket it's literally a holy swear jar collection uh, uh, literally a holy so, swear jar oh. or collection plate so Fuck, basically to get of all of their their Evils. bad evil yes, words bad exactly. words exactly and some of the things that i read after they after the priest collected this this pot he would take it and put a lid on it and he would take it out into the forest or somewhere far away from town, and he would either bury it so that he could, so that Chernabog could not find their evils that they were committing into this thing, hmm. or he would smash it and run like a fucking madman back to town as fast as he could away from it. So can we pause right now for a quick second? Yeah. What would you scream, Kevin C., into this jar or this bowl? If you could like say anything. I think I would yell cunt a bunch because that's just a fun word to say. Okay, Kevin H., what would you say? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Sorry for jizzing in your socks! (laughs) That'd be mine. Just something fucking random. (laughs) What? Bad? You're awful. It's something evil, man. You gotta get all the uh, evils out. So, Chernabog actually pops up a lot in pop culture stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He appears as a playable character in the game Smite, which I think you can get for free on PlayStation. You might have to check it out. Still up. Um, because him and actually another god that I'm going to cover are both in it, so I want to check it out. It's actually a fun game. I played it up until a certain point where you actually need to have a team. It, it looks kind of like it it's would a dungeon work crawl. like a... Yeah, it looks almost like a World of Warcraft almost. Yeah, Diablo, Diablo. more close it. He can also be found in other video games like uh, Blood from 19, uh, 1997, which looks kind of like a... Uh, kind of like a knockoff of like Doom or Wolfenstein, like when you had it on PC, where it was just like the maze shooter kind of thing. 
the original shooters. Yeah. Uh, he's in Shin Megami Tensei as a summon, uh, summonable demon. And he's also in uh, Crusader Kings 2, which I'd never heard of until I looked into it. Never. He's the main antagonist in The Heirs of Alexandria, which is a fantasy history series uh, set in Venice in the 1500s, written by Mercedes Lackey, Eric Flint, and David Freer. Mercedes Lackey like the car, or? No, I think it's just your name. Mercedes Lackey? Yeah. What a dumb name. (laughs) Sorry, Mercedes Lackey. He also appears in the tabletop RPG Quest for Glory 5, Shadows of Darkness, as Avuzel the Dark One, which is a fucking great name. Sounds like a drunk kid, just like Avuzel. No, Avuzels are those fucking noisemakers they had at the uh, the World Cup. I don't Vuvuzel, though. They're both evil. <laughs> I'm with him on that one, with Kevin H on that one. He is played by Swedish actor Peter Stormare in American Gods, the TV show based on Neil, Gaiman, uh, Neil Gaiman's book of the same name, which I've heard right. is a great show and a really good book. Uh, that's what I've heard. Uh, and most notably, his one of his first appearances in pop culture was in the scene Night on Bald Mountain in Disney's 1940 animated film Fantasia. I remember Fantasia. It was that, that one scene where it was really, really dark, and there's like this big mountain. And there's, like, lightning and shit. And all of a sudden, the mountain's wings unfurl, and there's this giant fucking uh-huh. demon thing. Scared the shit out of me as a kid. And that I was, was Chernabog. I always loved it because of the music was fucking on the point. Mu- the music was great. Uh, I haven't seen it in so fucking long I'm gonna, that I don't remember it. I'm going to post up a link for it on Facebook and Twitter. Because, again, when I was a kid, that one scene specifically in Fantasia scared the bejesus out of me. You can, you can get that? I think I can find it right on YouTube. Huh? Yeah, a lot of times uh, the main points of it are on YouTube. Yeah. So you want to take over your next one? Sure. Sure. Before we before you go back to yours, there was something I wanted to play. Beer 30 time? Um, for your last one, because we were talking about the Aztecs. Yeah. I found this really cool thing. Which um, is actually related to um, this. Oh, they're both related? No, no, it's because it's, it's supposed to be up for this. Right. For, so, for uh, Mick. So this was... Um, I watched a little video where the gentleman that's about to something like that. about to play this kind of explains what it is. It's a whistle that Aztec warriors used to carry with them as they were going to battle. And they used it to try to scare their enemies, which, by the way, totally would have fucking worked on me. Especially because what I'm going to play for you is one playing. Could you imagine hearing this in like hundreds or even possibly Thousands. Thousands of these. So we're gonna take a we're gonna pause here really quickly, just silently, and I'm gonna play this. This is the Aztec death whistle. And I'm going to apologize in advance for your ears. This is a like mind splitting sound. Hit it. And this is very unique. So this is the death whistle. Sounds like Taylor Swift singing to me. <laughs> okay. That's a guy blowing into a little small, uh, little looks like a skull. Yeah, it looks like a skull with like a, a clay reed on the back of it. And the, he's not yelling into it. He's just blowing. blowing he's pushing it. air through it. And it's it's just how the, in, the internal carving of it is where <clears throat> I saw pictures where they segmented one in half. It almost looks like, like when you see a... Uh, 
in X-ray when you like when you uh-huh. watch somebody swallow, where you can see how their throat works, with where it comes up and then down and then twists. The inside of it is built a lot like that. And I think that's where that screaming sound comes from. I think that didn't they? Uh, I don't know if I, I maybe I looked into this. But or again, just, I, I just think I remember like they actually used to take uh, a skull or something because it's like the cranium, you know, like the, the where the <clears throat> spine, you know, comes up into the skull. I, I don't. That's know. where they would blow, I guess. I don't know about that. I didn't see anything for that part. But these, this one that I found was made of uh, like clay or volcanic rock or something mm-hmm. like that. But imagine like twenty thousand of these on the other side of a hill while you're fucking eating breakfast. You're sitting there just you know eating your Aztec breakfast, <laughs> or you're getting ready to go and to you war. Just hear all these fucking things screaming. And fuck you, that! Imagine taking a dump and all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck is that? If you're constipated, you ain't <clears> anymore. <throat> Yeah, yowza! So I'm anyway. calling out sick today. <laughs> I, I can't I can't war today. I pooped myself. Hard. Yeah. I got the I got the food poisonings. <laughs> I ate some bad jaguar. So where are we going back to? Where are we going next, buddy? Next one, we're gonna go south of Mexico. We're gonna go to Bolivia. Oh shit! Now this next one is um is not so much a bad death god. Kind of a good one, I guess, sort of. That's weird. Yeah. It's a little different. Yeah. But hey, man, non-discriminate death gods. Oh, exactly. It's just you don't really think when you think god of death, you don't think like, hey, he's not a bad guy. No, because I mean, it's not. Well, the I'll get one. into it. Okay. okay. So yeah, let's hear it. So like I said, we're going to go to Bolivia. And to be more precise, this god comes from the areas of Cerro Rico and Potosi. And his name is El Tio. If you don't know what that means in Spanish, I don't. The uncle, as an I put in here, I have this in quotes. I said, or maybe the other Kevin will just blurt it out before I can tell you. (laughs) Is that what it means? Yeah. Yes. Hey man, I paid attention partially in my ninth grade Spanish class when I was not staring at my teacher. The only Spanish I know is from Taco Bell. I know Chalupa is a small boat because the person behind the counter told me that. I the only I mean my Spanish teacher was insanely attractive, so it, it was hard not to. It was hard to actually pay attention to learning yes. the language. That French of mine was a perv. Mm. Our French teacher could sneeze and start a fucking small tornado. Ha-choo! Dude, that bitch could blow a desk over sneezing. You Sorry, hear, Mrs. Patch. You could hear her like five rooms away. Yeah. Yeah. That was that bad. Anyway. So anyway, like, I, like Kevin said, it means the uncle. <laughs> is that um, creepy uncle? Can we call him Uncle Death? Uncle Death. Yeah! Sure. Well, not creepy uncle. He mm-hmm. is the he is the sure. El tío muerte. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's going to be my luchador name, by the way. Nice, Uncle Death. <laughs> he is the god of death for mines of Bolivia. He is also the god of protection and destruction, which makes sense because mines, you know, being chalupa muerte death boat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, El muerte chalupa. <laughs> El muerte chalupa negro. <laughs> the black chalupa of death. <laughs> the black burrito. Okay. How? Wow. What? Focus, Again, boys. I focus. didn't pay attention to shit in Spanish class other than how to say like swear words and food. <laughs> focus. Come on. Sorry. So he's the god of protection and destruction. Queso fresco muerte. Dude, I'm learning Spanish. Continue. Carning a sata muerte. Todia muerte. Sorry. 
at a muerte. What the fuck does that mean? Death dog. Dog death. Something like oh, that. What mean? Yeah. Goats go to hell. Muerte pero. Zero pero. Zero pero. No dogs? <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, 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 uh, what? Fuck, I don't know. Zero miedo. No fear. Yeah. Zero miedo. No bone marrow. Yeah, be, be, because at first you were saying no dogs. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking speak Spanish. <laughs> you work. You work at a, like a Mexican grocery store. No, <laughs> El gato pantalones in fuego. No dogs. Zero dogs. No dogs. El gato no pantalones no for service. Zero fear. So if your cat doesn't have pants, you can't serve it. <laughs> yeah, Just keeping a place clean. Are you continue? Are, are you trying to anyway, service a cat continue. with pants anyway? So once again, not we'll, your puss. Fuzz bucket. It could use some service. Well, that's what your left hand's for. Ew, and I shook the hand. Gross. Wasn't sticky. Thank God for once. Anyway, before we go off on another fucking mile-long tangent. <laughs> so, he is the god of death of for the mines of Bolivia. He is also the god of protection and destruction, which mean which makes kind of sense because mines aren't exactly muy, muy dangerous yeah they're very bad you know, muchos buenos no bueno oh esta muerte fuck I wanna go watch a Telemundo now <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch some AAA when I get done there <clears throat> so he basically watches over the men and women or mostly probably men in the mines right uh, because very dangerous place to work yeah. you know a lot of people die only a little bit uh, according to what I found, to get the on the good graces of El Tio, the miners would bring him offerings of cigarettes, coca leaves, alcohol, all to a statue that was uh, made f- of him that they have in the mine. I mean, if you brought me those things, I'd probably try to protect you, too. <laughs> and- hey, bro, let's bring you coca leaves. <laughs> Motherfucker. You going to keep us safe? No. <laughs> and I, I do have a, uh, a picture that uh, we will put up. Yeah. That has a picture of... Uh, I think I have pictures for almost all of them. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, buddy. It's, it's got it's got El Tio, <laughs> and it's got a, he's got a cigarette in his mouth, and he's got coca leaves all over, two packs of cigarettes, something else. Kind of reminds me of that. Uh, All I can think of is Joe Boo. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> Do not take Joe Boo's booze. Do not take his rum. Hey, Seuss, I like, like him very much. He had no help with curveball. <laughs> Are you trying it to tell me Jesus bad. Christ can't hit a curveball, son? No. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, we made a reference to Major League. It is wow. very bad. It's that time of year, man. Very bad to touch Joe Boo's rum. Very, very bad. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus Joe Boo. Jesus Christ, Harris. <laughs> so by giving him cigarettes, coca leaves, and alcohol, they felt that this made it so that he wouldn't uh, have to take matters into his own hands. Because if they didn't give it to him, well, He's guess gonna what? He's going to fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> the mind's going to fucking collapse. I am a fair but re- vengeful guy. <laughs> yes. So wait, if you didn't give him his, you know, his addictions, mm-hmm. he would fucking kill you? Yeah. They're probably like the mine would collapse or something, you know, on you. Maybe like, what the fuck, bro? You got, like, you're a god. Go get your own. As someone who, who has quit smoking, I can understandably tell you, eh, for a while there, there's some rage. Yeah, well, the person who <laughs> what, quit what coca co- leaves, you know what? Sometimes all you want to do is take a nap and throw up. Would I, would I collapse the mine? Probably not, but I'd get real angry. Dude, if you come off coca, never mind. But coca leaves don't have the same effect as cocaine. It's only when you no, process they it. They still give you a body high. 
They yeah, do. but it, it also it's mostly to help with like altitude sickness yeah. and uh, queasiness and shit. Still give your body high. Yeah, yeah, they do. You're both right. I'd try it. Um, so the villagers of Pelosi take the, this shit so seriously that they ritually slaughter a llama and smear its blood on the entrance of uh, to the mines. That's not part of the ritual of like what he wants. Walk down. I just want my fucking cigs, bro. Maybe some coke leaves <laughs> and maybe a drink. This is what, what they the do. What the fuck is this llama we, blood we have, for? We have to go to the valley and slaughter a llama. Because if you put two L's together in Spanish, it's, it's pronounced a like a Y, bitch. Yes. It is. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Yes. So, I never knew that. So if you, yes. if you ever... Talk, and I played Just Cause 3. But if you ever talk to someone who speaks Spanish and they talk about llamas, it will come out as llama. Mm-hmm. So don't be surprised if you're like, what? what? Isn't that like a, a Hindu death god? Yeah, it is. But it's also a llama. Anyway. Huh. I'm learning something new all night. So on August 1st, every year, a group of Yatari, which are indigenous witch doctors, visit Cerro Rico to perform a ritual sacrifice in the hopes of uh, appeasing the devil below, which is... You know, Shit, that's like... El Tio. Like, not that long away, they're going to be doing this. What, when yeah. is it again? I'm sorry? August 1st. Yeah. Oh, shit. So that's right around the corner. So yeah. two they're, months. They're probably getting... Less than two months. Yeah, they're probably getting prepared for yeah. this. Uh, one or more llamas are slaughtered outside of the mine, and their blood is smeared over the entrance, machinery, and active uh, veins of ore. That's wow. pretty fucking metal. The heart of the llama is even re- then removed and taken inside to be placed by the statue's feet. Holy shit. Everyone Th- this must- sounds like some Viking shit. Seriously. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Dude, warborn cultures. Everyone must leave the mine after the bloody ceremony to give El Tio some time to enjoy his meal. Fuck yeah, dude. I don't want to be bothered when I'm eating. <laughs> so that is El Tio. That's pretty fucking okay. excellent, dude. I'm not going to lie. That raised the bar pretty high. Yeah. Um, do you want to take a quick break? And let, then... let's, yeah, get, let's, let's, let's get through this one. So we'll, we'll do yeah. three and then three. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're, we're we just going. did three. We're doing two and two. Yeah, we, he started, you went to there, and then he went to oh, there. Yeah, two, then three, you go on a break, then, then you can two. start, then he go back, and then you end it. Yeah, there we go then. Cool. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll take a quick break. and uh, Go get back. yourself a new beer or an, a beverage of your choice. Yeah. The Dark Windows Podcast is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus is a subscription video on-demand service with thousands of in-depth videos taught by some of the world's greatest professors. You'll always have something fascinating to learn about on there. With categories ranging from history to travel and everything in between, there's something for everyone. The courses I'm personally looking forward to the most are the 36-part series on the Vikings and a 24-part series called The Agency, A History of the CIA. If you go over to ageofradio.org forward slash darkwindows, there's an offer to get The Great Courses Plus free for 14 days. Stay ahead in life. Start your access today with 11,000 plus video and audio lectures on a variety of topics. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, we are back. Whoo, I learned it. So we were just down in Bolivia. Yep. Got some sun hanging out in the mountains. It was gorgeous. I'm now burnt. We're gonna, that's okay. We're going to just kind of hop in a bus and we're going to go on a quick road trip. A little bit north. We're going to go up to Guatemala. Oh, shit. The home of the ancient Mayans. You ever heard of them? Uh, vaguely. I'm not they, 100% certain. They did certain. something with either a recipe book 
or instructions for something. Oh, I thought it was like Kotal Khan we're talking about here because, you know, he's kind of loosely based. Maybe yeah. it was a I calendar. I think it was a calendar. Well, Kotal Khan was based off of Quetzalcoatl, wasn't he? No. Wasn't he? Uh... he he's based off an Aztec god. Yeah, not Mayan. Yeah, I'm Mayan. Yeah, he's... it's a joke. Oh. Shut up, Seth. I'm going to get I'm, the joke. I'm going to come get that Aztec. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. What the fuck? Sorry. Listen, but they did find zero. What? They also had, like, I mean, the Mayans were cool, but their calendar was a little off. Fucking losers. Yeah. <laughs> World didn't even end, you bunch of idiots. They also invented algebra. Yeah, yeah, because we need I to... don't fucking math. Let's go. <laughs> why, why do we need to put fucking numbers, you know, letters in our math? This is bullshit. Right? But we are going to talk about Camazots, who is the... Mex- the uh... Camelot. Actually, strangely that you say that. That is one of the frenetic spellings of it, is Camelots. Well, for this, I need to do... Yeah, crack one open on my expensive beers, you prick. You can't even open a can right. Cut this shit out. I'm over here drinking fucking peasant Miller Lite because I am one. (laughs) I'm drinking whatever was available because I don't give a fuck. I fucking love Miller Lite. Miller Lite. But we are talking about Camazots, who is the Mayan death bat. Okay. The name comes from Kame, meaning death, and Sots, meaning bat, in the ancient native uh, language of the Quiche uh, people. Maya? That's actually Hawaiian. Ah! He, he, he was Hawaiian. Dumbass. He was a real king, too, actually. Mm, sure. Yep. Went surfing. He did. So. Moana was a great movie. It was a great movie. That's so not was, even a joke. So was Lilo and Stitch, actually. I love Blur punch Becky! <laughs> dude, that was gr- dude. Angel's gonna fucking love that. <laughs> Why? She fucking loves Lilo and Stitch. Oh. Um. Distraction continued. Yeah. So this this uh, I'm just gonna restart this whole thing. Sure. Why not? So Camazots is the Mayan death bat. The name comes from Kame, meaning death, and Sots, meaning bat in the ancient native Mayan language of the Quiche people. So it literally translates to death bat, which is pretty fucking metal. That is actually pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Camazots played a huge role in the Mayan culture and was written about in the Popol Vuh, which was a written history of the Quiche people of the highlands of Guatemala. Um, you can actually buy copies of that book still, which would be kind of interesting to check out. Um, but in the Popol Vuh, uh, the story goes like this. The hero twins, and I am, oh, I'm going to... Oh. What? Yeah. In the Popol Vuh, the story goes like this. <laughs> God, I can't wait to get him. The hero twins, and I'm going to butcher these names because they are real hard to say. Hmm. Hanapu and Zablanki were forced to go. Wait, 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 what was the last name? The first one is Hanapu. Don't care about that one. The second one is Zablanki. Blanca. Blanca. Yeah. They were forced to go to Zatzahia, which is the house of bats, in Zabalba, which is the underworld of the Mayan culture. Okay. They were forced to go there by the gods of the underworld. The tale says that when the twins got there and started their adventure, they were being attacked by giant bats. So they had to spend the night, and I'm not sure how, but they spent the night... In their own blowguns. 
So they to, were shrunk down to avoid the bats. Either that or they're giant fucking blowguns, like they're shooting rocks out of these fuckers. I don't know, <laughs> dude. I love stories like this because it makes you go, "What the fuck?" And then somehow it's like I can kind of believe it. Yeah, did it, they, exactly. Did they go visit the fucking Inca or something high as shit? You know, <laughs> probably. We went to the ancient village of Mescaline. <laughs> so they had to hide in their own blowguns to hide from these giant man-sized uh, leaf-nosed bats. It's fucking crazy when Which, you think about it. Leaf-nosed bats are, are fairly small. They're not not a real big bat. But man-sized? But man-sized is Do we fucking know the, crazy. The average size of like of the people cuz uh, you know, I'm like 6162 or like 240. Not to be a dick, but I have heard that are they like 55 five, yeah, like 120? The way you can kind of tell the difference between uh, native like Mexicans and Guatemalans, I've been told, I've heard places, is that the natives that didn't really mingle with the Spanish tend to be shorter and more dark skinned, look yeah. more like Native Americans, like what we like yeah, what yeah. we would think of. Well, because they're right there in you know the, the right. equator, right? And then you have like the ones that were, for lack of a better term, interbred with the Spanish are tend to be. Taller, a little bit lighter skinned, you know. Yeah. So, mm. so it, it's kind of, you know, the the ones that, uh, you know, again, were with the Spanish are more European looking. Yeah, dude, understandable. Yeah. Then you get, you know, if you go down to, you know, uh, Brazil, it's, that whole uh, situation down there. It's Brazilians fucking, are beautiful. Wow. Yeah, it's a fucking melting pot down there. Yeah. Well, they they have like it, it's like you know you get the the Spanish with the. The Brazilian, the but then they Portuguesa. got the uh, Portuguese. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah the Spanish and the Port- uh, Portuguese and the, and the Brazilians. Spanish and Portuguese are interchangeable. <laughs> Not really. Anyway, you got those, and, but then like a like different shit with it. Yeah, I like I learned about all this stuff. It's fucking wild. Um, it was it was fucking just amazing that how you know like the. Anyway, I get what you're saying. So after hours of these man-sized bats flying around them, the area fell silent. Um, this is where shit gets interesting. Mm. Right there on your face. Hanapu poked his head up out of his blowgun to see if, you know, if, if the bats had stopped or if they were just waiting for him. You know, just to, you know, and to kind of check and see if the coast is clear. He didn't realize that it was still night and day hadn't broke yet. And as he stood there looking around, one of these giant bats swooped down in grabbed his head with his massive, strong, clawed feet and pulled his head right clean off. Holy shit! Yeah. That's fucking like a Mortal Kombat fatality. And and this is one of their their culture hero (sighs) twins. They're like, fuck him, he's dead. It's just how, you know, (laughs) shit happens. Um, So so Zablonki stayed in his tube and waited to hear what his brother had seen, and he was kind of starting to wonder, why isn't he telling me anything? What's Mm. going on here? And, of course, it's kind of hard to tell your brother that the coast isn't clear when your head is in the claws of a fucking giant bat that's flying away. Yeah. Can I have your hat? Is that cool? No? All right, fine. Fuck it. So, as Zablonki sat in his blowgun, Kamazots flew Hanapu's blood-soaked severed head to the ball courts of the gods in Zabalba to hang it on display like the grossest Christmas ornament ever. The that's fucked. where you would actually fucking die if you yes. lost. And I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about the game because I kind of, I had heard of it, but I wasn't sure how it is. And I actually watched some guys playing it on uh, YouTube. Ooh. 
smack it with your fucking elbow. You can use and your. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. You lose, you're dead. Yeah. So, oh, I forgot to I, I forgot to mention um, his head would also occasionally be used as a ball during one of these games for the gods. Nice. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? It's there. Okay. So this game is called Polta Poke, which I'm mm-hmm. probably probably butchered. It plays kind of like a mix of soccer and basketball, but instead of using your hands and feet, it's all like shins, elbows, and hips. And the hoop is mounted on a wall. But Holy not- shit, I remember this from Princess Sophia. Yeah. It, it's mounted I like how he disagreed to that, and I'm, well, well, I have an excuse because I have a kid. Well, but you you remember yeah. it though. Yeah, you kick it, and you got to get it through the hoop, and it bounces off the wall and all this other shit. But so, you can't use your hands. Yeah, so so if you were to take a basketball hoop and turn it, uh, like perpendicular. Not, yeah, exactly. So turn it like ninety degrees, so yeah. it's facing mm-hmm. like that, and you have to hit it with like your elbow or your hip or your knee, and like bounce it off the wall and get it to go through. So it, it's it's pretty fucking cool to watch. So I would highly recommend checking it out. And winning meant, meant you stayed alive yeah. versus losing, which meant you are sacrificed to the fucking gods. I'd rather it's, play high lie because if I, if I remember right, um, also I think this somehow transferred over to the Aztecs as well. I think they, their cultures are so similar that I they had to have somewhere. I think the Aztecs did this as well. I'm I'm not I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Because I mean the Aztecs and the Mayans were so close like geo, like geographically and time-wise that a lot of their stuff transferred. Yeah. Um, Didn't the Mayans also deal with the Yaucha? Isn't he a Dragon Ball Z character? <laughs> no, dude. The Yaucha is Yamcha. the fucking... That's, a fu- that's Yamcha you're thinking oh. of. The Yaucha <laughs> is the technical term for the predator. Yeah. Yes, technically, I think so. Uh, <laughs> Got it. Fuck your face. So later in the Popolvo, a messenger of the uh, of the Lords of Zabalba in the form of a man with giant leathery bat wings in the face of a leaf-nosed bat was sent to speak to humans to broker a deal um, between humanity and Lord Tohill. Who is the patron, uh, the patron god of the Kiche people? In the deal, mankind would offer, quote, their armpits and waist. In return, all they wanted was a sock, the ability to make fire. Oh, I was thinking mankind a sock, you know. So you're probably wondering, like, what the fuck's this I all about mind. with armpits and waist, you know? It's so, like to tickle them. <laughs> and the waist is the sex handles. So Y'all they... can come up here and tickle me. <laughs> tickle, uh, tickle, tickle. It wasn't quite that nice. Uh, the offering of armpits and waste would be better translated to cutting open someone's chest, taking their heart out, and then cutting open their intestines and their stomach and pulling their intestines out. Well, Specifically fuck. to sacrifice someone to either Kamazots or one of the other lords of Zabulba. Mm-hmm. Now, here's where things get kind of interesting because I didn't find so much with pop culture with this one, but I did find something pretty neat. We're going to talk real quickly about the Desmondius Draculae. Well, but first, if, if you want to read more, if the Popovo it, it's itself yeah. is fucking... It's a big fucking book. It's interesting as shit because, well, it's basically written for aliens. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Wait, like the movie Aliens? No. no Xenomorphs? Like fucking... The- well, time to check out. You said nope, so fuck off. So we're gonna go. We're gonna talk about this this Desmondius Draculae real quick. This bad boy is the largest species of vampire bat that has ever existed. 
Interesting. It had a wingspan of about 20 inches, which is really fucking big for a bat. Uh, it's almost it's actually over almost twice the size of the common vampire bats that we have now. And there's a very, very good chance that this bat could have been an inspiration for what the natives were seeing, thinking that it was the death bat because it ranged from central Mexico all the way down to Argentina and Guatemala is right smack bang in the middle of this. Mm -hmm. So there's a very good chance that these things could have been flying through the night skies over the Quiche people and scaring them to death. Because when you see something flying, you can't judge the size as accurately as you can on the ground. No, but you also, if you see different things, you know, of that thing, you think, you know, holy shit, it's a scary looking fucking thing. Yeah. You know, and you're going to associate different things with it. You and, know, I mean. And bats are not like the most attractive animal to look at anyway. No. They're ugly. They're cute, and little, it's, they're cute little rodents to me, man. And this one's, these are fucking huge. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we're not talking like flying fox sized, but that's really not necessarily a bat anyway. Um, but for like a vampire bat where they, you know, w- when they go into a barn or something, they'll like make like a tiny, tiny little bite and like a cow or a horse and they just kind of sit there and flick at it with their tongue to get the get their food. Yeah, that weird little fucking snake. They tongue. sometimes will do it to humans, I think, too. Right. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, usually children or the elderly, someone that, yeah. you know, can't really stop them or shoo them off. These ones were big enough that they were, when they fed on something, like it was a noticeable amount of blood missing from an animal. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, your, the, your livestock would just kind of be like lethargic and kind of ugh, the next day. Because it got a bunch of fucking <laughs> missing a bunch of blood, um, but Camazot's the only kind of thing I could find where he appears in pop culture was in a run of Dark Horse Comics wonderful series, Hellboy. More specifically, Hellboy in Mexico. Which what about in John Constantine? What about in that too? In Hellraiser, he I, dealt with a lot of the supernatural I shit don't too. No, I didn't find anything hmm, about that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and as you guys know, I I fucking love Hellboy. The Ron Perlman one is literally yeah. One of you my like favorite the movies. you like the the movie series, yeah. not so much the comics. The comics I, are much. different. I want to get into the comics, but they're hard to find sometimes. You got to get the gold collection, right? I mean, Amazon has them. It's almost like if we could find somebody that we talk about on the show all the time that sells comic books, but I can't think of it. Well, there is this place I do know of because mm-hmm. actually I know the owners are really cool people. Really? Uh, Dicehead.com. No way. Yeah, you go oh, there. They're fucking out. amazing. I met them at Adepticon. And, you know, they have a wide variety of cool shit. Just I'm, saying. I've never met either one of them. Well, that's weird. I, I, but you to. know what? You should. You should. They're amazing. Love them. But Camazots Ka- also appears in the new Hellboy movie with, I can't remember the guy's name, but he played the uh, the sheriff in Stranger Things. So never he, seen it. Yeah, he, he's in that movie. So. No, I mean I've never seen Stranger Things. So I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Cool, doesn't but, matter. But he's Who's next? but he is in the new Hellboy movie, so that might be he is interesting Hellboy. to check it out. He is Hellboy. No, I mean Camazots is in the movie. Oh, no, but the guy that played okay. the uh, the sheriff is okay. Hellboy. Yeah. So where are we going next, buddy? We're gonna go. So we were in Bolivia. Now we just went to, or we went up from Bolivia to Guatemala. Guatemala. Now we're gonna go. Back south to Peru. Dude, you got the laziest travel agent ever. Fucking They right. sent you on a fucking bus trip of Central and South America. Yeah. Mine, I got like interchanging flights and shit. Hey, I went to, from North America to South America. Matter of fact, 
as you're talking about this one, I'm actually taking my shoes off to go back through security to get on a plane again. What's really kind of funny is so the two times it. we played, or the few times we played uh, Risk, I won because I stayed in South America and I owned every part of that country. Yeah. It's because there's only one way in and out. It's like Australia. Fuck yes, because no, Australia sucks because no matter what, you can only get a certain number of reinforcements. South America is a much larger continent and also you get one for each country. Boop! I got I got fucked because I had to start in North Africa and not I got me, man. Ass slammed. Anybody, no. anybody wanted well, fucking Australia or directions. the USA or whatever, man? You start in South America, you have at least five countries to work with. You go into Mexico and you press in the United States, and then bam, the enclave of the bear takes over the world. But we also wanted to kill somebody by the time we were done with not me, the man. first game. More, I didn't more give than, a, more than one person. I didn't give a shit, man. I just stayed in my my fucking area and just survived. I kind of want to play risk again with you guys. No, we wanted to kill. So yeah. we can cut this part out. No, dude. Yeah, I'll he, just bleep his name. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> he went after you because I killed one of his dudes to oh, get no. after Kevin. He went after you and then went after you because you're in the region. I was like, you don't fuck with my boys. And then the enclave of the bear took them out <laughs> while Ed and Tim were fucking, fucking fighting and thinning each other out. I'm like, well, I'm taking over the whole fucking world because <laughs> I literally have more dudes oh, right. than I can put on this board. We never fucking finished the game at all. Yeah, because Ed quit and I fucking dry humped him because I won. That's why I won twice. Is because everyone forgets me. I'm like, I know I'm fucking act like I'm dumb, but I'm actually strategically pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty good with strategery. Strategery, bruh. <laughs> anyway, well, all right, all right. Let's go. So, let's go back to the what land of death. Uh, God is gonna face fuck us. The, last... the land of South American mountains and well, I'll fucking shit. tell you. Let's do the it. High Andes. Yeah. The highest uh, mountains in the world. And great chocolates. No, that's not true. The longest mountain range in the world. I was thinking Chile because I was gonna say it's also the longest country down there, but that's that's Chile. Chile. Yeah, but uh, has the Andes, which is the longest mountain range in the world. Yeah, not the uh, highest, but definitely the longest. Yes, the Himalayas are the highest. Yeah, right uh. after my titties. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. So, all right, my last uh, death god is, like I said, in Peru. Uh, this goes by this god goes by the name of Supe. I. He mm, was both the bastard. god, of, the god of death. And powerful ruler of the Incan underworld, Uku Paka. You, Whoa. I, I ran across this one. I was like, that might be my third. But then I was like, nah. My last Sorry. god goes by the name of Supe. Uh, he is both the death god, the god of death, and powerful ruler of the Incan underworld called Uka, Pucha, uh, Uka Pacha. What a great name. As well as a race of demons. He is a he is part of the Incan and Iamar mythologies. Supe's domain was located in the deep earth, and his underworld is also known as inner world or below world. Therefore, Supe has also also is also the god of minerals worshipped by miners. Wow, you kind of stuck with like a minor theme. I like it. No, I just kind of stuck with a uh, with the theme of uh, of. South of the border. Well, I'm already in South America. I might as well just stay here. <laughs> You're fucking right. I did, <laughs> dude. Well, it's also we don't talk s- about it enough. So exactly, fuck it. that's one of the things. That's that, true. Well, we'll touch on it when we do our closing stuff. But I've never knew any of these existed. You know, I yeah. know most of you know the northern Scandinavian stuff because let's be honest, that's what we talk about on our free time. So continue. Yeah. I want to know more about this dude. So today, Supe worship is still alive um, among the in. Indian miners and excavators 
when the Spanish came, actually first came to South America, the Christian priest used this term supe to refer to the Christian devil. Ah. But unlike the Europeans who were you know, kind of scared of it, the indigenous people rejected it and just didn't take, you know, that whole thing of supe being, you know, bad and everything. They um or they rejected Supe as the as what the, the devil. They were so afraid of him that they invoked him and begged him not to harm them um, at all. So today, the ancient symbolism of this terrifying mythological figure, which is today called Diablo, hmm. has been replaced with another practice, which makes Supe a main character used in traditional carnival uh, carnival. There known we go. As, I was like, make sure you say this right. Yes. Sorry. Carnival, known as Diabola. Diab- Diabola? Yes. Yeah, Diabolus or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. Which is an Fuck important yeah. part of the cultural traditions of Bolivia, Chile, Bolivia, Chile, Peru, and the Andean countries. So any other country that's in the area. Okay. Uh, the Diabla or Danza de los Diablos, which means Dance of the Devils, is a popular dance characterized by the mask and devil suit worn by performers. No shit. That's fucking baller. In some areas of Peru, the Quechua people continued the tradition of uh, the supe dance as Makama. Mach- no. <clears throat> Makama Candicha, which roughly translates to fl- uh, Flame Virgin. And is a festival That's with a dancing. Name. Yeah. A festival with dancing lasting up to two weeks. Motherfucker. Bruh, bruh, you want to head south? You know why? Fire virgins. Flaming virgin <laughs> is playing, bro. So, however, the dance of a supe may be performed for tourists on other occasions, not necessarily related to Makama uh, Kandika. So, kind of cool. Yes, you know? dude. It's kind of like they took it and ran with it. What I, I love the kind of what shit. What I like is like... But they're still afraid the fuck out of it. What I like is when the Spanish got there and they're like, no, 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 this is what it is. They're kind of like, no, fuck off. It's not really. This is what it is actually. Yeah, really. It's the fucking... It's, <laughs> yeah. It is, you know... It's worse than that. It's not the devil, but it's much worse. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. So um, what's the last one? What is yours? So we are, again... Where are we going to We're flying to? back to Europe. Jesus. Not quite mainland Europe. Ooh. We're going to... Dude, we're going to have some sweet airline miles on we're, this we're shit. We're going to DB nice. Cooper this bitch right over England. We're going to let the plane keep going, but we jumped out the fucking back. <laughs> sweet. And on I'm way- totally taking his parachute so I can take his money. I mean, hey, man, he I got a parachute fucker. for you. It doesn't, it's not full of forks and spoons. <laughs> Listen, there's a chance I could survive by forking something. You ain't never forked nothing in your life. All right, get spoon. <laughs> mm. but on You're a- not Abby. Abdullah the Butcher with a fork. Oh, God, I hated him. Yeah. But on our way down from the plane, we're actually kind of going back in time a little bit. And by the time we hit... Time travel fingers. (laughs) And by the time we hit the ground, somewhere in probably what would be considered modern-day Wales now, and, and then we're surrounded by fucking Bretons everywhere. Like the good ones, not like you know, like real Bretons, not the, not the Skyrim not ones, not the twats from Skyrim, mm. because we are about to talk about Anku, 
which is the personification of death in Breton, Welsh, Cornish, and Norman mythologies. Okay. Hmm. Before I get into the description of Anku, because it kind of might give away some other things that it may have inspired, I'm going to tell a real quick story. So one night, there's these three guys who are returning. They're headed home back to their village after a long night of just drinking and having fun and partying and stuff. They come across this old man who's wearing like a really long coat and and driving a cart with these scrawny, scrawny like horses. They kind of bony, look like they're going to die almost. Mm. So two of the drunks, you know, being drunk, decided to be, you know, they, we're going to be cunts to this guy. So they start Never chucking. Never good sign. Yeah, no. They start throwing fucking rocks at this dude. They're throwing rocks at him. They're throwing rocks at his cart. They're throwing rocks at his horses. One of the rocks was a little bit bigger than the rest of them they'd been throwing, and when it hit, it broke the axle of his cart. Holy shit. That's pretty heavy, hefty rock there, bro. So the two Chuck and Stones fucking run away, I'm assuming laughing like assholes. Because that's what they do. Because that's what you do when you're drunk. You're like, ah, fuck it, and they run off. The third you, guy... You scream like the monarch from Venture Brothers. <laughs> oh, monarch. Did, did you get the thing? You know, Dude, thing. that's fucking Birdman. Oh, Get it, sorry. motherfucker. So we're looking for a new third <laughs> that actually gets references pretty good. We want Dr. Girlfriend. Oh, she's a hot. Oh, Monarch. Oh, Monarch. Yours might be like a, like she started smoking again or something. She's a little raspy. One, two. <laughs> so the third guy, being less of an asshole than his other friends, decided, I'm, I'll help this old guy out. I'll help him fix his cart and send him on his way. So he took his shoes off, removed the laces, tied them together, and he used his shoelaces to uh, to help hold the axle back in place to get this guy on his way. The next morning, when he went to find his buddies, he uh, he found that they were actually both dead. Well, shit. As he began to start to break down and tear up, he went to put his hands to his face and realized that his hands had turned completely bone white. And from got then bad on, circulation there. He probably needs those compression gloves. <laughs> from then on, he refused to ever tell his tale again after dark. Really? And this was a book. This was from a book called The Book of Breton Myths, Legends, and Music, which was published in 1839 and written by Theodore Hersart de la Villemarque. That is a great name, but probably difficult to spell. It, it was insider knowledge i actually cut and pasted his name because i couldn't remember how to spell it <laughs> insider knowledge don't blame you <laughs> the judges accept so now that i've told this real quick story let's start talking about anku himself he's often portrayed as a tall skeletal figure with long dirty white hair and is often seen wearing a long black leather coat and a wide-brimmed hat and no seth it's not the fucking undertaker did I say a word? No, but you thought it. I thought I, I knew that you were going to think it because he is also a giant old skeletal man who wears those things. He knew that you thought that you thunk that. <laughs> Let's put it this way. That motherfucker should be retired and never come back along with yes. Bill Goldberg. More yes. Bill Goldberg than anybody else because let's be honest, The Undertaker looked great in that match for the best that he could do. Bill Goldberg knocked himself out twice because he's a fucking idiot. Stay the fuck out of the ring, Goldberg. Continue. Join us for our side episode. The Goldberg rant. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. So, his whole run was a fucking sham, and he couldn't keep up. He 
he's just a modern day version of the ultimate warrior. Fuck you. With no cocaine. Uh, there's probably still cocaine. So, continue. Uh, another thing that is often seen in his general vicinity, he may have an affiliation with a specific farming tool. The hoe? Uh, he, <laughs> he's not a hoe man, but he, he's an ass man. Ass man. He's more of a scythe guy. Oh. Oh. Sound familiar yet? A little. Uh, yeah, okay. It's, uh, oh boy. So his head is able, has the ability to turn 360 degrees to symbolize its ability to see everything, everywhere, all the time. Again, mm. sound familiar? No. Maybe we talked about, you know, somebody that kind of shares the same area like this who can death. see everywhere and everything. And the motherfucker had a whip made out of a human spine. Santa Claus. I'm, I kind of took this, I kind of took Anku as being a mix of like the Dullahan and then possibly a. I don't want to bring up his name because I don't live near water anymore. I got a runner. I got a running creek right out back, bitch. Fuck, I'm screwed. Um, so I also think he could have been a precursor for what people think of as the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. You know, definitely. I am death. I can't. I can't. Am I? I have a fucking scythe. Let's, I came let... riding a pale horse. Let me pick your teeth. So ancient tales vary on the details of Anku's identity. One version says that uh, says that Anku is headless. And yet again, they describe him as a uh, as being able to turn his head all the way around. But some are like, he ain't got no head. Fuck it. Um. Got a headless horseman. I wonder if that got some reference I, from that. I would imagine. Or I mean uh, some inspiration, sorry. Because that, that story would have come from people who are from that area. Yeah. He's also said sometimes that he has mysterious figures, which are two skeletal assistants who help him to collect souls of the dead. Anku appears when the last person in a calendar year dies in a parish, which is very, very, very specific. So the last Oddly person, specific. yeah, the last person of the year that dies in a church, that's who he's coming for. Well, thank God I'm not dying in a church. And that, I don't plan on going to any churches now. But here's where something where we have to get a little, here's where we get a little bit of a twist. Okay. Here's where we get a little bit of a twist. The person who is the last one to die that year, their job then becomes to guide the dead souls away from their bodies. So kind of For like a mentor. Year. Kind of, yeah. Um, Wait, that reminds me the, of, the, again... The, the River Man. Well, yeah, in Dante Alighieri's story, there's... Uh, fuck, where's that? Victor, who helps guide Dante, I believe it is, through the actual levels of hell and purgatory to be able to find yeah, his beloved. Absolutely. Fuck, yes. Anku, I'll accept. Anku, who never misses a day, travels the countryside by using uh, only one particular path... And he usually appears at dusk with a scythe fitted beside, uh, fitted upside down. Mm. So he's got it like in the cart with him. And of course, because he's a safety guy, blade down. Of course. I'll yeah. fall on that. He's got a little cork on the end of it just the, to play it safe. The Celtic Britons, who had a strong sense of, of nearness to death, they, they didn't fear death. Because in their beliefs, death represented the beginning of a better life. Mm. Um journey to a happy place where you have no fear, no sorrow, no pain, no loneliness, and you couldn't be hurt again. Yeah, it's absolute peace. Yeah, exactly. Quote, unquote, peace. Harmony. However, they were always afraid of Anku because he meant that grief and basically oblivion 
and is forever doomed to uh, to fulfill his task of collecting the souls of the dead and can never leave it. Hmm. So they were afraid of him because he didn't get the same kind of treatment they did where when he was dead, he got to be at peace. He was constantly like, I'm fucking coming for you. So he was like a scary motherfucker. Like they just, they didn't like him specifically. They didn't mind what he represented, but they didn't like him because he scared them so badly. Understandable. Right? It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, dude. So with that being said, Kevin, do you have another one? Nope. Okay. I think we ran out of death gods. Uh, <laughs> Nurgle, Corn, Zinch, uh, the Emperor, and... Yeah, fuck it. There's probably one more. I can't remember his name. Because Corn and Nurgle, man. We'll go with them. They're with the biggins. Yeah, dude. Well, they're my favorites. One's about the gut rot, and the other one is all about the blood for the blood god. Fuck all that other shit. Sure. Yeah. So, anyway, Seth. Anyway, I'm going to jump in front of you guys, because yes, I know we don't really talk about the studio headphones. Well, guess what? Since yeah. we're talking about death gods, and I want to get it out now, because it's my one time would be able to give some sweet knowledge. If you have a death god of your own... Head on over to GameEvy.net, pick out a hobby holder, that way you can paint that bitch up right, tight, and beautiful. If you don't have a Death God and you want a Death God, head on over to DiceHead.com. They have everything there, including a miniature trade-in program where you could trade in some old miniatures. Doesn't matter if they're on the sprue, off the sprue, painted, unpainted, partially assembled, unassembled, doesn't matter, or any other sweet gaming stuff. You take a picture of it, you send it to them, they come back to you. Two to three business days, maybe a little longer, depending on how much stuff it is, and they will give you the best price possible. And also, Game Envy, go put in that promo code Broadstone, save yourself some money. Kids, talk about your sweet headphones if yeah. you want. Oh, yeah. I can do that plug. Tell too. us about them shits, Kevin. Tell, I'll tell you all about them. If you're in the mood to get a new pair of headphones or earbuds, even you want to get those sweet upgrades, bro, because yeah. no one likes using pieces of shit headphones. Who does like? Who likes using pieces of shit? Nobody. Right? So I eat pieces to... of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces Ooh. of shit for breakfast? Happy Gilmore! Yeah. Anyway, the price is wrong, bitch. Uh, Fuck you, Bob. Rest in peace, Bob Barker. <laughs> anyway, go over to studio.com and you can get a pair of earbuds, wired or wireless, or you can get a pair of headphones that come in two different varieties. Same which... difference, a wired or wireless. Uh, yes, they can both be wired. Uh, you can get noise canceling, which are the Seth, say it, come on, the claw. Or you can, yeah, fuck, fuck. They are the death gods of headphones, dude. I'm yeah. actually gonna get a pair soon. Yeah. If only I knew a place that I could use a discount code to save myself some money. How about fifteen percent off? That sound good. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you can get fifteen percent off of the. Every type of headphone we have or earbud they have. What is this promo code? The promo code is DarkWindows15. No, I'm supposed to be doing it that oh. way. You're supposed to sound all smooth and seamless. Oh, sorry. DarkWindows15. Fuck yes. To get your 15% off. Typing that in now. Studio loves you. We love you. God damn right, man. Damn right. Rate and review our asses. Whether yeah. you like us, give us five stars whether you don't like us that's fine too give us five stars and tell us why you don't like us so that way we can move up the list also Listen, the list because we want to be on the list right now we're kind of outside the list you just made the list sorry yes we finally did i love chris jericho um you can also find us uh for the show you can find us on facebook you go to facebook and you put in dark windows podcast we're the only ones that pop up with our ugly ass mugs uh-huh. And our sweet ass logo. Uh-huh. Who made our sweet logo again? Michael Falk. 
Boom. Fucking awesome loco. He's fucking awesome boy. <laughs> He's fucking nice. awesome. You can check us out on Instagram at Dark Windows Pod. You can go follow us on Twitter because we have like 40 mm-hmm. goddamn followers on Twitter. How the so fuck do you guys have like followers on there when you're barely on there? I, <laughs> I use Twitter a lot, but we're at Dark Windows Pod on Twitter. Um, also, hey, mm. fuck it. Go check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dark Windows Podcast. Mm. Um, Check out the tiers. We uh, I, we need to get a bonus episode up there for our first one because we have not put one up yet. I just remembered that today. I realized it today. So I've got an idea for it, but we'll discuss that off air. Um, you can find me on Facebook. My name's Kevin Carlton. Uh, I'm on Instagram at kcarlton87 also. Seth, where Yo. can we find your happy ass? Broadstone underscore creations where you can see me using hobby holder painting miniatures building my other nerdy things and generally just being dumb yeah kevin kevin where we can find you 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 can find me on facebook i'm the other kevin that's on the on the facebook kevin to the h i'm the kevin h the kevin higher uh you can also find me on instagram at speedy 802 because he's a quick motherfucker i'm also on twitter kind of don't remember what my Twitter handle is. so Just go to the show's Twitter. Yeah, yeah dude. just go to the show's Twitter. And I, and I might respond They're, they're one something. of the 40 followers. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, man. Maybe, possibly. Could be. So, with that being said, just because you can't see out into the dark... Doesn't mean a death god's not coming with a scythe up your butthole. Ooh. Dirty? That was kinky. Uh, too hard. So, let's try it again. Just because you can't see out into the dark... Doesn't mean a death god ain't coming at you with a hook. Oh, no. I, Up your butthole. Not what I meant, but... <laughs> what are you saying? Like, Let's try again. You keep saying it, and you keep saying it over and over again. I'm like, this is the part where I interrupt you. I, and a death hook up your butthole. Okay, let, let, let's start over. And we'll, I'll just let you go with your second one then afterwards. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fuck you all up. No, it's not that. It's you keep saying, let's start that over. And it's like, that's what's throwing me off. I love you. love you, dude. Okay. Just because you can't see out into the dark... Doesn't mean there ain't a death guy coming at you with a hook up the butthole. Ow. Mm. Just, just because you can't see out into the dark. Doesn't mean there ain't a bat creature that's coming and going to get you blood. Oh. No? I don't oh. like that one. Just because oh. you can't see out into the dark. Doesn't mean there isn't a death guy that you should always give a cheers to because if you're in a mine, you don't want to die. Coca leaves. Blood for the blood god, beer for the beer god. Fuck yes! Just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean the dark can't see into you. Love you all. Kisses. Bye-bye. Goodbye.